2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From the WEEI Studios, brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified.
1: The flagship station for your Boston Red Sox.
2: Sports Radio 93.7. WEEI-FM and HD1 Lawrence, Boston. An
3: Odyssey Station now for EEI Late Night with KJ. I don't think he has seen this kind of challenge in his career. In this moment, a 7-6 and six football team that's dug themselves out of a huge hole early on because of injury and schedule, this is the game that Chris Ballard, their general manager, and Frank Reich, their head coach, put their yep. names on the line and stood on the table for Carson Wentz for, okay? Yep. And I believe that in my heart. Um, This is the game that Carson Wentz quiets a lot of the conversation about him. This is the game that he has the opportunity against one of the best defenses in the NFL, one of the best coaches in the history of the game defensively to say, I'm back to being the guy that everyone thought was an MVP caliber player that you, Indianapolis, gave a first-round pickup for. I believe in him. I have never wavered from my belief in Carson Wentz.
4: Late night W E E I part of the W E E I Sports Radio Network. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's like the usual Friday hangout, you know. You have a couple more because you don't necessarily have to go to work in the morning. If you do, God bless you. Get that extra money for the holidays. Coming up at ten thirty at ten forty five. If for those of you who've been following the Squid Games here late night when I do it here on Friday nights, these five leg parlays that you can actually like win money. I. Three minutes away from making a million point eight hundred thousand last week. Damn Cam Newton. Coming up. Pats game. Tomorrow, Squid game has a million-dollar payout. You don't want to miss that at 1045. You heard Dan Olofsky talking about tomorrow night's game. Uh, the Patriots are coming for that wince. See, all the talk from the Colts have been. We want to make Mac Jones beat us. I'll get into the Mac Jones situation in a moment. Now know this, and I even heard some of the people calling "much show. They're a bit concerned about the show, uh, the game tomorrow. I get it. This game will be close, but it plays right into Bill's hands. It's a trap for Carson Wentz. See, when the game margin is like 15 points or more, the Colts are 4-0. and no pressure, no skin off of Carson Wentz's back. In fact, Carson has no interceptions on the road. They're all at home. You don't think Bill knows this? Think that Carson Wentz, the guy a year ago at this time, he would have benefited from playing anywhere else but at home. Carson Wentz has an issue with playing to the home fans. See, because when you're on the road, they're already going to boo you. But if you do something at home and they boo you, oh, that kind of bothers Carson a little. Kind of like your own wife swiping left right in front of you while she's on Tinder. Well, that doesn't happen to me, but for other reasons. See, Carson's Wentz is the kid that goes down the water slide perfectly, but he doesn't lift his legs at the end of the slide. Stiz grimy. thank you for being here on Late Night with me. I appreciate you, bro.
5: Always a pleasure, KJ.
4: Yeah, you ever go down the water slide and not lift your legs at the end? Have you ever done that? It's a bad move. Oh, man, your stomach turns, you get a headache, you get discombobulated. That's Carson Wentz. Tomorrow night is Carson Wentz's trap game. 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. Love to get your thoughts on tomorrow's game because it has such a fascinating understory to it, even to the point where I don't think they've even revealed if the roof is going to be open yet. And that plays a key into tomorrow night's game. I'll mention that here shortly. The big news, obviously. Damian Harris, I I said this last week, if there was – a concern I had for the Patriots moving forward was the health of Damian Harris. He had the concussion three weeks ago, uh, the chest injury earlier in the season, went out with the hamstring injury in Buffalo, and now is out tomorrow because of that hamstring injury. Here's Belichick talking about tomorrow's start in the backfield, Ramondre Stevens.
3: Been impressed by Ramondre's um, growth, um, he's very coachable. Um, when you ask him to do something, he, he really tries hard to do it the way that that you want him to do it. Um, and he's, he's improved greatly in every area of the game.
4: The element of surprise. Ramondre, who played one week, coaches decision the next. And the next. And the next. And the next thing you know is like a very capable number two back. And after what you saw at Buffalo... He was actually the one that did the yeoman's work when, let's just face it, the Patriots did the Lord's work against the Bills. They haven't been the same since. So if you thought Buffalo was impressive of what Belichick did, which will probably go down in in history as the leather helmet game, tomorrow night may be even more impressive and it taps into the psyche of Carson Wentz being at home under the lights Maybe the roof is open. Maybe it's closed. It's national television. There's no early game because of COVID that Raiders-Browns game. is no longer at four tomorrow. That's been moved to next week. It's all Carson Wentz in his head. This is like Philadelphia for him. It's Belichick. Look for a lot of rotation on the defensive front by Bill to address the run. Look, Jonathan Taylor is a beast and is probably going to look for a lot of outside bounces. Especially if Judon is aggressive. Draw plays, plays that get the defense going lateral versus straight ahead. This is what Indy wants to do. Carson Wentz only has five interceptions this year, but four of them come when the Colts are either tied or trailing with less than four minutes left in the game. A mastermind like Bill would love for something like this. Play, stay close. Play, stay close. Hey, so what if the lead is, so what if the Colts are up, say, 10-7 at the half? Carson Wentz is still due for one at a big time. Again, four out of his five, inter- and that's impressive for Carson. But four out of his five interceptions occur in the last four minutes of the game when they're either tied or trailing. It's a trap. Now, if the Colts can get up by 10, Carson Wentz will not get in the way. That's why you hear all the make Mac beat us talk. Why? Because they know that Carson Wentz can beat his own team. Bill knows this too. Wentz has no fourth-quarter comebacks. You're going to need one tomorrow night, bro. There's a lot at stake. Three weeks ago, I said, the two teams you don't want to play in the NFL right now, Kansas City Chiefs and the New England Patriots, and oh my goodness, that seems like the the boy walking down the hallway straight to the girls' locker. She knows she's being asked. You know they're going to hook up. There's virtually no room for error, and when I get into... Uh, Oh, 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 oh! Playoff tree in for the holiday season at ten thirty. I'll literally show you that. Look, there is no margin for error if the Patriots are still trying to hold on to the number one seed in the AFC, which is very, very key now at this point. The Colts are in second, second in rushing yards, fifth in rushing attempts, twenty-first in passing yards, and twenty-first in passing attempts. They do not believe in Carson Wentz as much as they believe in that run game. Now, when it comes to Mac, the whole idea is no one's asking Mac to win the game. But if Mac has to do something spectacular, oh, well, you saw that in a loss against Dallas. And what's happened since Dallas? All wins. So my my, my thing is let Carson cook. Why not? He's, he's bound to burn something, especially late in the game. So back to Ramondre Stevenson being the lead back for tomorrow night. Uh, here's him talking about the saying of how a rookie shouldn't be this important this late in the season. Uh, yeah, well, it was a lot of that. Like when I first uh, got drafted and things like that, like I wouldn't play because I'm a rookie, things like that. But I really didn't even listen to that. I just put my head down and worked and – You know, I'm playing probably a lot more than any other rookie running back, so I'm very grateful for that. But I put the work in. I feel like I deserve it. Yeah, he's very heavy to tackle. And with an impressive front four that the the Colts have, still, they really want Mac Jones to beat them. And he will. The Colts are a one-trick pony. Let's just call it what it is. Now, I'll I'll give Carson Wentz his flowers 15 touchdowns in the red zone. But when you've got a guy who's, I don't know, number two in rushing attempts behind Joe Mixon, number one in rushing, number one in rushing touchdowns, and number two in yards per game at 104, yeah, I'm not trying to throw the ball too much. Last week I talked about Bill and using the mirror, Bill versus Belichick. Literally what the Colts are trying to do is hold up a mirror to the Patriots and say, hey, we want to do what you guys do. That's what makes this game scary for some because it's almost like two of the same people almost looking at each other in the mirror. Almost. Because if you if you said, okay, would you take Carson Wentz right now or Mac Jones right now to lead your team for the next five years, I would say – Mac Jones because Mac Jones does not make the blaring mistakes that you will see from Carson Wentz at some of the most unopportune times. Now, here's what's interesting about the Colts, and this is where it may get ugly for them. Now, if I can find this, trust me, I'm not a trained professional in some type of organization. If you want my services, gladly make an offer. The Colts shy away from Jonathan Taylor on 2nd and 7, 8, and 9 yards. Only 14 rushing attempts. Only 14. This is the league leader in rushing. But if it's 2nd and 7, they believe in Carson Wentz. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, the Colts are dependent on Jonathan Taylor to get most of his yards on first down. This is why I mentioned about the rotating of the front line and so forth and everything and trying to possibly bounce things outside is because they know if they try to take it to the middle and it gets stopped for two or three, Christian Barmore, Guy, all those guys up front are going to step up for this game. I'm not trying to sound like a homer, but damn it, it is Boston. That's why they're going to try and bounce it to the outside to get the bulk of those yards earlier in the series than try and wait for second and seven, second and eight, where they're going to be major issues, right? They don't even hand the ball off to the guy anymore. 62% of Jonathan Taylor's yards come on first down. 62%. I say let Carson Wentz cook. That's what That's what the rest of America's, ah, well, Mac Jones, what, what have we seen yet? Someone even joked that okay, now they start the varsity portion of their schedule. Uh, The Chargers coach made some JV errors last night. That's not a JV team out there. The Titans are still in the mix. I believe both of those teams took the L to the Patriots. 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. Taking your calls on tomorrow night's game, Lucas Oil Stadium, 8 p.m., it, it, it's funny because Stiz, uh, I remember, was it three years ago that Saturday game with the Patriots in Buffalo? was It was a Saturday game. Was that like two years ago? Hmm. It was like two years ago. The only reason why I remember it is because, and this is sad, but my wife can tell you that this is the absolute truth. So we were leaving for the Christmas season to go visit family. I literally timed our drive from Boston to North Carolina 13 hours straight all based around me getting down there in front of a TV to see the Bills Pats game at least catch the second half they just looked at me sideways it's like what we got here so this is a big game just the way it was a couple of years ago when Buffalo thought they were on their way they weren't just yet but tomorrow night's game it's the it's it's literally gonna be like a Sunday night and a Thursday night game wrapped up into one because there's nothing else going on. I mean, even college bowl season. I mean, I, I was shocked that there was a college bowl game on today. I was like, It's the Bahamas, but the Bahamas don't don't water down my pro football joy this time with these bad bowl games. Sorry. That's why I don't talk college football here. Either your school is has too stringent, you know, rules to get in. Post coach. Or, you know, your schools are so lax that you're like one of the same five schools. So give me the pro football while the pro football still going on. I only care about college football when they play the national championship game on the off week of the NFL. That's the only time it matters. It'd be the same two people that played in last week's SEC championship game. Now to Mac Jones. Mac has credit for one come for behind victory. And I was like, really? It's the Houston game. I was like, well, it was Houston. But you might see what the whole national crowd is asking to see, and it's going to be on a national stage. Now think about it. The Buffalo game threw only three times. You heard the jokes. Oh, gosh, you don't believe in the quarterback? No, 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 no. That was more about the Buffalo Bills and their mental psyche. This week is you get what you ask for. Let Mac beat us, and that's going to happen. So you've got someone like Ramondre Stevenson with two sixty running play action. Like by time you get one hand on him, and Mac's got that accurate ball in the air, it may not be pretty for the Colts. Now, if there's one concern I do have regarding Mac going into this game, is the impressive defense of Indy, I think they're ranked eighth overall in the league. Very good against the pass. Very good against the run. He's taken quite a bit of sacks. Now, some of it was O line through the year. We can all we can all agree on that. But I think this is also the game where you might have to see Mac throw the ball out of bounds a few times just to live for another day. That defense is going to be aggressive on Mac. And there, I think the culture. What they've seen on film is that Mac will hold the ball to not turn it over, where that's what the Colts need because the less room that Jonathan Taylor has to run, or the less room that Carson Wentz has to throw and move the ball down the field, that only benefits them. So, if if they could, if, if if Mac maybe only takes one sack and holds the ball, I think that's going to be a good day considering. Uh, how aggressive this Colts defense is six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven or the text line three three seven. It's KJ late night here on W E E I. Still to come. Oh man, the Celtics kind of hung, hung in there tonight, didn't they? They kind of hung in there. They kind of hung in there. I'll talk about how like Steph's magical mystery tour that's going on right now with this three point shooting has really like ruined the Celtics. The Celtics are the team that have been. One of the hardest hit by the Steph Curryism of the NBA. That's coming next hour here on WEEI Late Night.
3: The Greg Hill Show, morning 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI.
5: All right, Stairs, what you got? All right, and here is what's trending right now on WEEI and WEEI.com. As KJ just said, the Celtics hosted Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors tonight. At the TD Garden. It got close, KJ. It was close.
4: Uh, the carrot in front of the Celtics. Uh, I'm so sick of it. Just get a whole new goat.
5: Get a whole new wagon. Just,
4: uh, I'm sorry. Throw it Go all ahead. out, he yeah, says.
5: Yeah. Unfortunately, they couldn't close the deal. Uh, it came down to the buzzer. The Celtics lost 111-107. to 107. The only NFL game uh, on Saturday will be our Patriots versus the Colts, as the Raiders-Browns game has been moved from Saturday to Monday at 5 p.m. The Washington football team versus the Eagles is moving to Tuesday at 7, and the Seahawks and Rams has also been moved to Tuesday night at 7. Uh, The Washington football team has signed quarterback Garrett Gilbert off the Patriots practice squad and could start against Philly. Tom Pellicero reports that sources say the NFLPA has received feedback that a majority of players want to eliminate the COVID protocols altogether. Get rid of them, KJ, he says. You know, no if I don't testing. sneeze
4: on your food, if I'm not <laughs> coughing in the, in, the, in the mess hall, I'm okay. I mean, we're already in each other's faces, right?
5: You know, let us live. Hashtag no COVID. But yeah, he wants no more testing, no more quarantine. He says just eliminate it all. Let them Let them loose. Uh, The Bruins game in Montreal on Saturday. I mean, everything is just being affected by this COVID. Everything. Everything. I don't even think Christmas is happening, to be honest. Uh, But the Bruins game in Montreal on Saturday has been postponed as well as the December 23rd game at home against the Colorado Avalanche uh, that's been moved. The NHL has shut down the Avalanche, the Florida Panthers, and Cal- Calgary Flames until December twenty-seven. Just move the team
4: back to Hartford. It's going to help solve get one of them out of Canada to bring them back
3: here.
5: Woof! And flat Earth, a flat Earther himself, everyone's favorite NBA player, Kyrie Irving, is returning to basketball and will be a part-time player for the Brooklyn Nets. New York City's vaccine mandate does not allow Kyrie to play in home games, so. That's that. Part-time NBA player. Not a bad gig, KJ, huh?
4: Uh, yeah, considering you get a full-time check for it. That's what's crazy.
5: Oof. And that is what's trending on WEI and WEI.com.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: One thing that what makes the Patriots so good Mm -hmm. is they, number one, they don't beat themselves. I think defensively, they understand the assignment here. Bill is already, we already know, job number one is gonna be Jonathan Taylor. Oh yeah. Take away the run game. Now
0: it's easier. It's
4: easier said than done. There's no teams are running New England, but I know being in that meeting room bill has been pounding in those guys head again and again and again we have to take care of the run because if we don't take care of the run nothing else matters because you know who bill really wants to make this about carson Wentz. here they come here they come here they kitty come come late night weei with kj thank you so much for hanging out that's damian woody talking about The Patriots are making this all about Carson Wentz. 617-779-7937. Turn it up a little, Stiz. Give that a little... Let's go. Hit it, come. Hit it, it, come, come. All right, Mike in Boston. You're on WEEI. Thanks for calling, man. Hey, can I make a point about
1: the Chiefs? I I think you guys are overrating the Chiefs a lot more. Um, I think that the Chargers lost the game last night more than the Chiefs won it.
4: I agree. because if.
1: I I mean, and you guys are overrating their defense a little bit too. You're saying that they're allowing the least amount of points over their last 6 games prior to the Chargers game, but they're I mean, they were playing the Raiders twice. Oh, I would play, I uh, would never
4: I would never look at any defensive stat talking about the Chiefs at all. Like I it's like playing Madden. Like some people just don't kick on fourth down. That's like the Chiefs, you know. It's it's one of those things where they believe their own hype. I get it. Uh, next hour, I'll get into Patrick Mahomes' brother, how he's believing his own hype and kind of running amuck there as well. But I think the Chiefs are one of those place, one of those teams that because they're in a division with a with with not a whole lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? Discipline, right? Like, are the Raiders really a disciplined team? Are, we saw the Chargers are not disciplined; they were going for it like there was like like points are free. And then the Broncos, they just can't, I mean, the Broncos are just atrocious when it comes to scoring points. So, Mike, thanks for the call. I totally agree that the Chiefs are not. You have to respect them because they can put points on the board. But in terms of, you'll never hear me say what they do defensively or stops. Those are not words you hear in the middle of a sentence with me talking about the Chiefs. In fact, here's Rob Ninkovich talking about last night's game and why he thinks the Patriots are actually the team to beat.
3: It would have made perfect sense to me to say you cannot beat Kansas City kicking field goals. They haven't really been that team this year. So... Where do you land in this argument? You know who would be kicking field goals? Bill Belichick. The Patriots. The Patriots will be (laughs) kicking field goals, and they would win this game. So guess what? When I watched the game last night, I see two teams that kind of, to me, separated themselves behind the Patriots. Kansas City, okay, Mm. yeah, they got very powerful offense. But guess what? Pastor Mahomes had the yips a couple times. He couldn't throw the ball at certain points in this game. So if you're the Patriots, you're watching this game, okay, The Chargers' defense can't really stop the run. They can't stop anybody. The Chiefs, if we take away Kelsey and Hill, which, you know, defensively, that's what you do. You game plan against the Chiefs. You make sure you don't have Kelsey run for touchdowns and first downs and Tyreek run all over the field. And you don't let Patrick Mahomes out of the pocket because we saw what happened there. Yeah. So the Patriots, guess what? They're the
1: clear-cut best team in the AFC now.
4: Yeah, the AFC West is kind of JV league. Like a bunch of big kids. And then, like, some kind of somewhat sizable kids in the rest of the no. Despite how many jokes we make about Buffalo here, and they're good ones, uh, Buffalo only got tough because of the Patriots beating beating them down. Alex in Connecticut, hey, go ahead and talk Pat's Colts. I'm ready for the game tomorrow night. Hey, buddy, what's going on, KJ? You, man, good to hear from you. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I just want to talk about uh, real quick uh, the Colts coming up. I know Jonathan Taylor. I know he's been the workhorse in the league. Derrick Henry's gone down. Um, I know. I know we really got to stop him. But they're balling. Uh, Wentz hands. Tans. Um, even though, even though that's the game plan, I, I still feel like Wentz this year. He's been playing decent. He hasn't been playing too great, but I still feel like he can uh, put some damage to the, to the air. What do you think about uh, him with uh, the young receivers like Michael Pittman? They got Pascal. You know, I'm I'm just not a believer of Michael. I'm, I'm sorry of Carson Wentz in, in terms of if you go into back to the story. And thanks for the call, Alex. I appreciate it. Man, he's in a car like he could be. Like, he be chilling with the girl right now, Stiz. But he's called We. He's I with appreciate. Us. It. He's with us. You could be anywhere in this world, but you're here with us. So go back. So here's the thing with Carson Wentz. If you go back to the end of last year, when Philly was really willing, willing to get rid of him. The deal was that Carson Wentz would have to take 75% of the snaps for the Eagles to get a a protected, I think, a first-round draft pick. So there's literally another team that's hoping that you do bad but stay in the game. That mentally does something to you. I I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Last American Virgin at the very end with dudes driving off and James Ingram just once is playing. He has realized that the girl that he's taking care of the stuff for her, she still went back to the guy. Carson Wentz has that in his head. And for this to be the first real prime time game against somebody who is going to play with his mind. Belichick could play with Wentz's mind the way that Zach Wilson's mind gets played with by Belichick, what's happened to Sam Darnold. Carson Wentz is just a little bit on the other side of that just because of that one season he had in 17. But keep in mind, that was a horrible NFC East that he was playing in. So now when you're facing the AFC where you've got better coaching, Tomlin, Belichick, uh who else would I put in there? Vrabel, uh boy, it's kind of hard. Andy Reid on the offensive side, yes, you know, but in but 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 ultimately everything in this league for players and quarterbacks really comes down to how do you address uh protecting yourself against Belichick's mastermind? And I don't know if Carson Wentz will do very well, and I don't think they're game planning for him to suddenly have this breakout game against the Master. I, I, that would be dumber than dumb. But, you know, he'd still get his 75% snaps in, and the Eagles would just be just fine and happy with him being in the game, win or lose. So you also mentioned about uh, Jonathan Taylor. In um, their losses, every game, Jonathan Taylor's been held to under 100, 100 yards. And all that, Ravens. Tampa, uh, Titans, all all held him under, uh, don't quote me on Titans, but I know the Ravens, Tampa for sure. They've held him under Pittsburgh, I think, held him under 100 yards. So if he goes over 100 yards, it's going to be a problem. But I think at the same time, if you're having Carson Wentz in a second and seven, third and seven, third and six, where Jonathan Taylor at best is only coming out of the backfield, and when you're running a three-four, you got the extra linebacker that can cover the flat. I, yeah, I don't know if you really want to walk into that puddle for Indy. So there's there's so, Indy has a retractable roof, and you know me if you've listened to the show, I like to look at weather, all this stuff, and how it gauges my thought process on anything. Tonight it's raining in Indy, and it's going to continue to rain in Indy tomorrow. Well, that benefits the Patriots because they're going to have to close the roof. See if I was Indy, and I had, and and I know the temperatures are going to be in like the upper 20s, and I know that one of your weapons is Nick Folk because Bill takes the points. I would want that swirling win in there, especially if I know that I depend on the running game, and I don't really want the passing game to really get us in, get in the way of things. I'm opening that roof, but you know, hey, you can open a roof and it would be cold to people, but you can't open a roof and it rain. So there may be rain still going on come kickoff time tomorrow in Indianapolis, meaning that the roof would be closed, and now Nick Folk could kick it from 60. 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. Coming in minutes, the Squid Games. Three games, in-game parlays that allow for a million dollars to be won in each game, Stiz. <laughs> Stiz, this is no lie. Last week, one of the Squid Games, I called it the Cam Newton Special. Uh, Atlanta Panthers pick the Falcons to win pick the Falcons to win by 13 between 12 and 18. pick the Panthers to score under 19 and a half and I forgot the other one, but there was I forgot what the fifth one was with three minutes left in the game. Uh-oh. <laughs> right? the Panthers go four and out. turn the ball over to Atlanta. I'm like, yo, I didn't play the game, but if someone listened to Squid Game. Could
5: have been a million.
4: Um, 1.8 million. What Woo! happens? The Falcons put a bum guy in to run, and he fumbles on the first play, turns the ball over, Carolina gets over the 16 and a half, right? The lead goes from from 15 down to 8 with two minutes left in the game.
5: Someone better get on and set on this action tonight.
4: You don't want to miss Squid Games tonight because the Patriots one, which seems – I think this is an easy one. And when I discovered like what the five things were, I'm like, these are very doable, and it's over a million dollars on a $1,000 bet. But you'll have to decide whether you're going to pull money out of that Christmas card, holiday card. I mean, I, that's why there's, there's a disclaimer at the beginning of it. That's why it's on there. I mean, this is what you have to do. You know what I mean? Some people sometimes like, hey, KJ, if you were just three minutes away, think what I could have done. I would have just taken the lower number. I get it. So some things happening around the NFL besides, I don't know, COVID, which is going to – I mean, think about it. While COVID is not a good thing, and I would never say that it is at all, man, how wonderful is it that we're having, like, pro football, like, almost every day of the week until Christmas, like, literally – Santa has delivered a week early. Pro football tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, next Thursday, next Saturday, next Sunday. That's eight days in the next – that's eight – did I count it? Nine days? In nine days you got football on on, on seven of those? Man, talk about some divorces. (laughs) When are you going to go buy – you said you were going to buy her that gift –
5: Honey, I did not realize that Pittsburgh would be playing on Tuesday, you know. However, if you had an extra million dollars, you could probably get a nice gift for the lady. Yeah, I,
4: well, yeah. Well, now you'd get it for yourself. You wouldn't tell the lady till after Christmas. <laughs> in fact, you I would wait until after Valentine's Day, like just dig a hole underneath the well, if that's only if you live on the first floor. You, you know, if you you're you're in the second floor of the of the duplex, you know, of the of the multifamily, can't be digging. Hey, get away, man. That's my, That's the cable line. But, yeah, tomorrow night's game is going to be fascinating. It's going to be a great study of a very talented running back and Jonathan Taylor that I he is just when I saw what he did to Buffalo, I was like, boy, he's scary. But if there's one thing that Belichick is great at doing is taking away the one thing that you're best at and 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 be honest, I you might just see some different looks that they have not seen. Designed to stop the run, but will confuse Carson Wentz where he thinks he may want to pass out of him, and that's where Belichick gets you. All right, now the big story in the NFL was Urban Meyer, which I mean Oscar Meyer could have done a better job coaching the Jags. Um, here's Mike Lombardi about the Jags job.
5: Oh, sorry, KJ. I think I had the wrong, I had the wrong one lined up. I had I had Lombardi talking about the uh, the Colts game.
4: We'll play the cut about Lombardi talking about the Jacks, but I, I do kind of want to get on this Urban Meyer thing. Let me take you to Strawberry Fields of Short, where sorts kind of like imagine Shad Khan, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, hired a guy who was the head football coach at let's say Grambling State University or Southern University in Louisiana, two of the great HBCUs in America. Let's say this coach won a couple of Division One A championships. Most notably one, titles with the guy who couldn't throw the ball and another guy, I don't know, who would go on to commit murder. And then let's say that these two players caught, get caught drinking at the age of 17 because they wouldn't pay the bar tab, Tebow and Hernandez. One later commits murder, gets charged with assault that night, and under the cover of the team and its lawyers, you get the future murderers' charges to disappear. Now, imagine if like Eddie Robinson did this or Doug Williams. Imagine they did this. They're coaching in the NFL, really? You, I can really stop with the comparison there. What if? What if? What if one of these assistants at Grambling or Southerns? team was broiled in an ugly domestic violence situation with their spouse and the coach decided to hide and cover up. Would that guy coach in the NFL? Chad? What if that was Tyrone Willingham or Charlie Strong or Kevin Semelin? Not only would they not get a shot to coach ever again, they'd be lucky to get a sanitation job. Or be a college football analyst on Fox. They wouldn't get that. But Urban did. See, Urban can write books called above the line and lessons in life and leadership when he's revealed to be an absolute fraud. But he gets hired. And he's a borderline narcissist. And I have to be careful of what kind of cyst I use because, trust me, people throw the cyst word around a lot. It's not good. Like Chris, you know, Chris from Quincy, the guy he hired, used to work at Iowa. Had to go because some of those cysts were popping up. Yeah, this is who Urban hired as his first hire when he got to the NFL after all these other things that happened. How do you go in an interview and not ask, like, so what did you know about Aaron? Just saying. What's the next thing Urban did when he got to Jacksonville? He gives Tim Tebow a job. Now, there's nothing wrong with giving your former students or players jobs with teams. I thought that Tim would make an excellent quality control guy. Maybe he wants to head into coaching. That's how you get in. No, you allow him to take a roster spot until you cut him. As a tight end, a position he's never played before. Well, I don't know what happened between him and Aaron in that bar when they were 17. But Aaron was the tight end and oh, never mind. Tebow was another example of someone who couldn't throw and then got a chance to not be able to hit a fastball. Urban Meyer was now full spread eagle when it came to showing off his privilege. And then, better yet, he got to show every color of the rainbow of incompetence, lying, self dealing, alleged physical abuse of a player. When the former kicker, Josh Lambeau, alleges that Urban Meyer unforcefully but yet forcefully kicked him. You know where this comes from. I looked it up. I was like, you know what? There are only two types of people who who are like this in the world, and one of them tend to be the ones who probably got abused somehow. And and I'm not trying to make a light of a joke of abuse. I'm talking not serious. I'm talking about like on a damn football field. <gasps> Urban Meyer played defensive back at Cincinnati while at the same time trying to become a shortstop for the Atlanta Braves. Now that explains why Tebow's the way he is. You got one foot in sucks and one foot in sucks more. Here's Urban Meyer's record as a defensive back at the University of Cincinnati four, six, and one, two, and nine, five, and six, five, and six. Damn. You didn't learn from winning on the field. In fact, Auburn dropped a sixty burger on them. His junior year. You know what he says to himself? One day, those guys who are all smug and are joking and laughing and high fiving and drinking their new Gatorade over there, because that's how old Myers drinking their Gatorade over there. One day, I'm gonna be their coach, and they they're gonna know my pain. I mean, I know this is a show and it's kind of like entertaining, but damn, hurt people hurt people. So when you're defensive back on the team in 1984, that was last in the country in points allowed. Every college team that played football, except for his team, didn't give up as many points as his team did. That's a hurt bro. And so you go into coach. You know what it's very much like, Stiz? It's like these guys who are now running um, Silicon Valley. They were the guys that, oh, wait, I'm going to get that girl, and I'm going to be
5: your boss, and I'm going to run the world. They showed me.
4: (laughs) Well, Urban Meyer didn't do that.
5: No, but you nailed it. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people
4: hurt people. In fact, Urban Meyer's name means city dweller. Mayor, mayor who's like a city dweller. So when the when the photos came out of you dirty dancing to Nexus Too Close with that nice young tenderoni, and let's just face it, I mean, if you've ever been on the dance floor and Nexus Too Close comes on, something just happens. It happens. It,
5: am I wrong, Stiz? They literally say it in the song.
4: They say it in the song, and there's Urban Meyer, the city-dwelling mayor in Columbus, the capital of Ohio.
5: Ooh, you it, just took a full circle.
4: Oh, I'm trying to tell you, bro. This thing goes 360, kind of like how Urban Meyer's career unfortunately has gone. Now keep in mind, this all goes back to him at Florida with a couple of 17-year-old kids, one named Tim, another named Aaron. They don't pay their bar tab. They're 17 and drinking. Aaron gets into a fight with security, and what do you do? You start thinking about to your days. Cincinnati, i got to have these winning guys on my team. I can never go five and six again. That was a horrible nightmare. And here we are. All right, let's get the cut from Mike Lombardi talking about the Jacks job, and I'll get to Josh McDaniels in a second.
3: Mike, uh, obviously the news this week with Urban Meyer. He is out uh, down in Jacksonville. Probably a lot of people wondering what took so long. My question to you, is that a perfect fit? Do you think that's something that Josh McDaniels would be interested in? Well, I mean, look, I I think that building there is, you know, so the last 11 years, so let's put things in perspective. The last 11 years they've had one winning season and the remaining 10 have been double digit losses. That's not a urban Meyer problem. Although he added to it. No, 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 uh, no lie. However, there's, there's a structural problem. There's a cultural problem within that building. And until that gets fixed, I don't care who they hire as a coach. You know, I don't care who they are. Every coach that's been in there has failed miserably, has failed miserably. And the owner has to decide whether he wants to address his culture. And if that's the case, then he should call Josh and say, look, I want you to build this program from the ground floor up. That may appeal to him. I don't know. But unless he says that, I don't know why you would walk in to a culture that has been historically bad, historically bad since the Con family has owned it.
4: Oh, yeah. Josh, don't do it, bro. 617-779-7937 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Tim, in the car, go ahead. You're on WEEI.
0: KJ, how you
3: doing tonight? Excellent, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, I wanted to talk about Urban Meyer. Um, I, I just always wondered about how you can allow coaches to transfer from team to team with no penalty and you don't allow college students uh, or athletes to do the same thing. And I just wonder what you think about that.
4: Well, I think with the signing of the Hunter kid who's going to Jackson State University instead of Florida State, I think name and likeness has changed that and will even that playing field where coaches who, let's just face it, promising a college scholarship, you, you'll get a degree. Really? I, I, so, so you mean I can mispractice? No. I think there were a couple of situations. Uh, there was a kid whose last name is Roll. Don't say his name incorrectly. But while he was at Florida State, he was a Rhodes Scholar. Ended up becoming a medical doctor. And like NFL, like participants or like GMs were saying, like, like this guy doesn't want to play football. It's like, wait a minute, this guy actually did what what these coaches promised. So, Tim, to answer your question, um. I think we're getting we're getting, we're starting to see a balance now where the student now can make their own deals and the portal is allowing for that to happen and don't be surprised if you're not going to see even more students be able to play this year and then play for another team next year just the same way a coach can get up and go and I think they'll extend out the recruiting period um beyond beyond where it is now where this is kind of like an area where you have to recruit, but you may still be with the team. I think that's going to kind of disappear as well, man. Thanks for the call. Thank yeah. Yeah. Urban Meyer's the worst. And if Josh McDaniels walked into that, oh God, no. Send Matt Patricia first. At least he was in Detroit first. At least he knows what a bad place looks like. At least. But don't do that to Josh, because I honestly believe that Josh McDaniels is holding out for the head coaching job when Belichick retires. Probably 20 to 30 wins, I would say, after getting Shula's record. And now with Mac Jones and with a team that's already humming, I think where I thought it might take Bill maybe five or six years to get there with a the developing quarterback, but now when you've got a quarterback that you can kind of say, look, you won't lose the game for us, and you have the ability to win the game for us. Uh, we just surprise people with it, but I think tomorrow night is one of those nights where you'll see Mac Jones win the game. And what a better way to do it at this point and then only having three games left in the season. Look, I'm up against the break. We'll play the Squid Games next. I know some of you money hounds are already out with your pens ready. That's next. Squid Games here on late night with KJ W E E I. Thanks for hanging out. We
5: really need new phones.
1: T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
4: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp
1: and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, Tourist, tour. you deserve this ice cold reward. the
5: remarkable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: Four of what you want to hear. EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI.
4: If you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling and needs support, in Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit mahelpline.org. Nationwide, visit ncpgambling.org slash chat. The following segment is for entertainment purposes only and should not be taken seriously. <laughs>
3: Gun, gun. And your debts Have a chance Yes But remember
0: It's all fun
3: Until your kidneys
4: are on the line For 100, 100 million won it's
0: it's the
1: Squid,
4: Squid Games. Games Ah yes It gets a little dark late night Here on WEEI Squid Games which is The biggest thing seen on Netflix Turn into a gambling bit. How degenerate, KJ. Take it down to the squid. Sp- I didn't mean to rhyme there. I like it, though. All right. Roll it. The first squid game tomorrow night. Patriots at Colts. Take the Patriots to win, plus 110. Colts lead at the half, but so what? The Pats win, plus 700. Colts score under 18 and a half. That defense steps up, plus 2.10. Pats and the under of 39.5, plus 4.50. And the Pats win by 1 to 6 points, plus 3.33. Your Squid Game bet of $1,000 yields, $1,239,285.20. Damn! Cha-ching. This is why it's beautiful. But again, remember... If the kid, if you're buying something online, eh, think about it. Because squid game number two is Texans at Jaguars. Oh, they both suck, but somebody's got to win. Houston to win, plus 170. Jags lead at the half, but Texans win. It could be a 3-0 game at the half, but so what? Plus 900. Houston wins by 7-12 points, plus 625 Jacksonville scores under 16 and a half. That happens every week. Plus 225. Take the Texans and the under of 37 and a half. Plus 425. $1,000 yields. $3, $3,358,984.38. But Stiz, this one's even bigger. Packers at Ravens. Take the Ravens to win. Plus 200. Ravens win by one to six points, plus 400. Now, I know you're like, hey, but, but hey, even the great ones got to lose sometime. And if you want to see Tom in the Super Bowl, you would want this squid game to hit. Packers lead at the half, but the Ravens win, plus 900. Ravens, and the under of 37 and a half, plus 625. Does somebody score with two minutes left in the half? Nope. Plus 240. $3,696,500 to Squid Games. Kidney? Maybe not. It's this. Look, again, last week, a game for $1.8 missed by three minutes.
5: Ugh. Three minutes! That's horrible. It'd be don't like sp- that sometimes.
4: Don't spend the kids' Christmas money. But if it's like an adult kid... Like, my kid who's going, like, out of country with her boyfriend, I can spend it on a squid game. I was going to give it to her, but look, you're out of the country. It's tempting. But, again, please, be careful if you decide to make those trips to AC to make these only one, like, in like a few places in America you can make the bets. But, hey, you can make it back and forth to AC in 10 hours. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> You'd be home in time for the Pats game. <laughs> Just get up early. Vegas is open, I mean, AC is open 24-7. All right, the second hour of late night here on WEEI continues. We talk Celtics. We go to NBA Crypto where we figure out what teams are actually going to be worth their salt on Christmas Day, and that's right around the corner. Hang out, and thanks for being part of WEEI late night. (sighs)
2: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.